really look into what you're doing. Are you really putting in that 100% or even 50% or even 20%? How much are you putting in? Because you're only cheating on yourself. So do you ever envy those so-called hashtag couples goals? Well, you know, when you first fall in love with someone, you get butterflies every time you see them. You lust them. You're infatuated with them. You want to be with them all the time, like best friends. Do you want that to last forever? Together, let's discover what it takes to say a massive yes to all the above. Through our topical discussions, our world-renowned guests that will help guide the way to a happier, sexier, and fun-loving relationship. We're not doctors or therapists. We are just two normal individuals who have had many ups and downs in our 23-year relationship. And counting. We've amassed our own wisdom over the years, but we're still learning, just like you. Nina and I believe you can have it all and still live your best lives, as long as you're willingly and consistently discover each other in new ways. And that right there is what the show is all about. We're Nina. And Roger. And this, this is The, the Real show. show. Yeah, baby. There you go. <laughs> as you know, again and again, my name is Roger. I'm here with my beautiful wife, Nina, as you can see. And we are the Head Over Heels Show. Yeah, we are. <laughs> all right. So. All right, all right, all right. I got to say something. Say it. Just before this, I had a major, I don't know what you would say, major, like breakdown of just my <laughs> nerves and my my anger and my temper and all that kind of stuff. And I had trouble breaking free from that. I took off. I went for a little drive, a little faster than I wanted, but went for a little drive. And I sat there in my head thinking, what did I get from that anger? What made me, what made me go there and what made me keep from, from, from just dropping it? Cause it wasn't a big deal. I was having trouble with a f- fucking mirroring at, uh, our zoom call to our TV. It just was not working. Why did that make me just kind of complete lose my mind and take it out on everybody. And I, like, even afterwards, I was trying to think, what was I, what was I um, expecting to get out of it? What was, what did I want from you? What did I want from me? What did I want from just my surroundings? And I didn't know, I couldn't figure it out. You could have come and give me the biggest hug in the world, kiss and all that kind of stuff. Flash your boobs like you did, I think, to try and make me, <laughs> to, tr- to try and change my mindset. And it wasn't working. Nothing was working. I just couldn't get out of it. And I don't know why. And, you know, we talked about it in our last episode about changing the channel, about trying to, uh, you know, accept what you're going through, take it, accept it, say I'm here, this is what it is, and then drop it. And it was very difficult for me. I'm talking probably a good hour of just... Trying to let it go. Just losing my mind. Just frustration. Everything, even the Zoom call. When I was on the Zoom call, the Zoom call was about that kind of stuff, and I couldn't even snap out of it. So this is what we want to talk about now is basically controlling your outcome. 
100%. And it's so hard to do. Like Raj just explained, he was in that zone. You can still a, see it in my face. For a good hour, and he couldn't get out of it. And it's just like, and it's no one's fault. It's nothing anyone's doing. It's his mind that was playing a fucking game with him, saying, no, you have to fix this TV. You have to mirror this TV to this phone. Even though he could see that there is an actual uh, solution. Just grab your phone and listen to the Zoom on your phone. But he, his mind told him, no, you have to do this. You have to act on this. And he was freaking out. And I couldn't get him down. I couldn't get him to calm down. He can get himself to calm down. So it was one of those moments that like, I was like, okay, I'm going to just let it go. I put my earbuds on and I listened to the Zoom on my own, on my phone, and let him be on his own zone. And at that moment, I can't let him out. I can't do anything for him. He has to let it out himself and, and let it go. And... A lot of our teaching, a lot of what we talk about in our podcast is about changing your mindset. It is something that we've done since the kids were little. It is called change a channel, change a channel. And it's funny that we're doing this episode today, which just happened right before this episode, that he could not get out of it. It took him an hour. So sometimes it might take you an hour. Sometimes it might take you um, uh, five minutes. We're working on getting down to 90 seconds. And that's what we learned a couple of weeks ago when we were at Tony Robbins' seminar is to change your mindset in, within 90 seconds. You know why? Because you have the fucking power to do it. And the, the funny thing is, is this is something I've been struggling with for, for my entire life. And I know exactly where it is. As soon as I get like that, I turn into my dad. My dad would lose his mind, uh, you know, to the point where I even had a saying with Nina, if it ain't broken, break it. Because... That is what I want to do. I want to hate that saying. I want to break the TV. I want to break my phone. I want to crash my car. I want to do all this stuff. So it was one of those things, those mindsets I, I, I had a lot of trouble getting out of. And I'm working on it, doing what I can. And this is what we're talking about today is basically, you know, that that was extreme. Like I'm, I, I am a little bit extreme when it comes to that. It's one of those things. You sit there and you getting that mindset. What, what, you're human. You're yeah. human. You gotta, I mean, we, we, you guys see it all the time. You say, oh, you guys don't argue. You guys don't have a, a bad moment. Yeah, you fucking do. We ha- it just happened an hour ago. And it's a negativity that comes into your mind that g- gets created by your mind. And you know that your mind is not you. You're not your mind. You can change that channel any second, any minute. It doesn't take that long. But some of us takes a lot longer than others. Why is that? Because it's been a buildup from childhood, been a buildup from your life. It's a 95% of who you are. You can't change that in the 5% of your mindset. So it's going to take practice and practice and practice. But the, the fact that you recognized it, the fact that you felt it, you're like, I need to get out of the phase. I need to do something about it. It's a step in the right direction. Mm. Step in the right direction, and it's the best thing to do because we all have these moments. We all feel them. We all acknowledge them. But if you don't do something about it, that's when it fucks you up and it stays with you for life. But we are better than this. We learn. We, we take self-development courses. We educate ourselves over and over and over on the mind because the mind is what fucks up every human being. And then that was a perfect example. <laughs> but, but honestly... We're done with that. It's gone. Yeah. There's no more of that shit. So now I'm forced him earlier to put a smile on his face and that changes mindset, which is I'm grateful for. You know, you, you got to do the hard work to get to the beautiful state in your life all the time in every aspect of your life, you know? So today's conversation is pretty much that. It's pretty much that. Change the channel. 
Change so, the channel. Change the channel. But I wanted to direct this mostly on the my friends who are 20-some years old. The reason being is I have a lot of beautiful friends and family in my life that are all in their 20s, and they're struggling with life. They're struggling with anxiety, with depression, with the stress of life, with fear, with all of it. And I'm here to help you out just a little bit to change that channel for you and to share with you some inspirational stories that I and myself and Roger have gone through throughout our 20s to get us to where we are today. Like we just said earlier, we all human beings, we all go through these things, but once you nip it in the butt, it's gone. And if you do it earlier on in life, you're going to get better at it in your 30s and 40s and hopefully 50s and 60s. Because guess what? We're all heading that way. We're all going to live very long life. Why not live in a good, happy state all the time instead of frustration, misery, and anger? There's no need for that. So today we're here to share with you, and hopefully you can get some of these nuggets and implement them in your life. So most of you don't know, but I was born in Baghdad, Iraq. I'm going to give you a little bit of background on my story, and Roger can give you a little bit of background on his story and how we shifted our mindset from our, you know, our childhood. I grew up in Baghdad, Iraq. And I was five years old when the war started between Iraq and Iran. So I lived through the war my entire childhood until I was 14 years old. At 14 years old, we had to flee the country because we were in danger. Our life was in danger because of the U.S. and Iraq war happened. So my whole entire life of that 14 years, I had dodged the bullet. I did the matrix, you know, the Keanu Reeves moves all my life, you know, hiding in the caves dodging the bullets from the bombs, you know, running from the, the misery of religions and, 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 and you know, the, the, the strong eating the, the, the weak and the, the, the Christians and the Muslims and all the, everything that was happening in our country, in my country, was terrible, terrible, terrible upbringing. So I, at a young age, learned to be fucking strong mentally and physically and not to let anything get to me because I survived it. I, I went, became a refugee at 14 until I was eight, almost 18 years old. I lived in a refugee camp. That was a totally different life-changing experience. I had to survive every day for three years. I carried my parents on my back to survival, even though they begged me to go save my life and my brother and my sister and let them die. And I said, no fucking way I'm doing that. I will make sure you survive. My sister and I carried them both for two weeks through mud through cold, through snow, through death and life situation every day until we got to safety and we lived there for three years in a military tent begging for food every day. Did not think I was, we were going to get out of there. But every night when my father would go to bed, I would steal his radio and I would sit there in the tent and I would dream like this, listen to beautiful love music and dream of my life that one day I would have. And you know what the dream was? The dream was exactly what I have today. Like I have goosebumps even talking about it now. You guys, I dreamt my whole three years that I was in there. Every night I would sit there and dream about my beautiful husband, my gorgeous two children. I was specific. I wanted two children and I wanted to have a girl and a boy. And I also wanted to have a roof over my head. So these were the three things. These were the three goals I was going to achieve one day when I got out of that, that refugee camp. That was my beautiful husband who respected me and loved me. That was my two beautiful children, a girl and a boy, and a roof over my head. And obviously freedom. So those were what I had manifested as from 14 to 17 years old. I came to Canada 
I somehow did all of the impossible to do, learn English in three months, work three jobs, went to school, finished school, went to college. It was nonstop. And then two and a half years into my beautiful life in Canada, who, who do I meet? I meet my gorgeous husband at a club who I walked up to and I picked him up. That is my story of what I got to where I got today. That's, that's the base of my story. And I'll share with you throughout the, the, the podcast more. But now I'm going to let you, my beautiful husband, tell you a story of how he grew up. <laughs> Just to give you a context of where we are today from where we came. And I guess what some of this is, is for is because people sit and say, well, you don't know what I had to, had to go through. You don't know what I went through in my life. You know, I, it's not that easy to, to, to change or do things. But, you know, like Nina says, upbringings doesn't dictate where you have to be now. You are not your past. My past was, you know, I'm not going to get into as much detail because it wasn't as traumatic as Nina's, but, you know. It was pretty traumatic. You no, know, but I, you grew up, I grew up in a bad neighborhood. Um, you know, our choices were to either, you know, welfare or work a really shit job or become a criminal. I mean, all, a lot of my friends, drug dealers, pimps, um, you know, robbery, all that kind of stuff, like breaking enters and, you know. You also dodged the bullets many yeah, times. Yeah, of course. I mean, my neighborhood was full of that kind of stuff, you know. I, I dodged prison. I dodged, you know, many, many things. I mean, I've had, uh, you know, police come and raid our house. And because the only person that was home was me and my mom, it took, they took me to jail and they were pinning everything that, that my dad did onto me and going to court for just almost two years where they're threatening to put me in jail for 15 years. So those kind of things affect your mind, affect your, the way you are. And I told myself, I'm not going to live that life and I'm not going to, you know, go the crooked route. I'm going to go the straight route. I'm going to be, you know, a respectable pillar of the community kind of thing. You know, I, but I'll be honest, I never expected to be where I am now. You know, I expected to have a nice home. I expected to have a nice family, but a nice home to me was very, very, very minimal. You know, like a, you know, where, where my friends that lived in better neighborhoods lived and they still lived in a townhouse. It just wasn't, you know, welfare housing. So anyways, long story short, you are not your past. You're not where you came from. You are where you want to be, where you want to go, right? Absolutely. So- when we sit there and say, change a channel, there's many, many aspects of that. Like if you're in a relationship, you're just starting a relationship or you're halfway through your relationship or you're halfway near the end of your relationship because you think that there's no saving it. Think of your day-to-day -day activities. Think of the stuff you do every single day that makes your relationship kind of iffy or, or on the brink of, of divorce or, or separation, that kind of stuff. Think of what you do on your day to day. I mean, you can, I can do everything I can to change Nina. I can, I can, you know, tear at her every day and say, oh, you got to do this, this way. You got to do that. Why do you do this? Why do you do that? And it's still stuff that comes out of my mouth, but I know that I got to change me before I get a ch can change her. All right. Actually, it's not even my responsibility to change her. I'm going to change me. And then she's got to see the difference and say, okay, well, I got to, I got to start doing things differently. Or because I make things more enjoyable, you're going to make things more enjoyable right. as well. Exactly. So I, work I don't know on if that's me. where you were planning on going with the, with the. Well, I was, I, I'm, I'm going to go. We have a few points that I wanted to implement on this, on this episode, but I wanted to, sh to give you a little context of where we came from. For those of you that don't know, because a lot of times, like Roger says, we, we, we 
play the victim in everything that we do in our life. Oh, because of my upbringing, I'm this way. Because of my upbringing, I'm angry. Because I'm, I'm fearful. I can't do things. I can't be wealthy. I can't be fit. I can't be... Fuck that bullshit. I'm telling you, for three years I lived in a refugee camp. I could have sat there and cried my eyes to sleep every night and say, how am I going to survive next morning? How am I going to walk miles to get water, fresh water to drink? How am I going to go and, and wait in line for hours to get a bowl of food to bring to my parents and my brother and my sister? But I didn't think of that because I knew I was strong mentally and physically and I can get up and do it. I was alive. But instead, I would sit there and think of what my future looked like, manifested everything, everything un unknowingly. I didn't even know I was doing that. But I knew that was a better feeling than sitting there feeling sorry for myself and for what I had gone through. So when I came to Canada... I had the same mentality. I said, I'm going to work. I'm going to learn the language. I'm never going to stop because for the past 18 years, I didn't die. And I should have died a million times. Millions of people died in that war. I was a survival. So I'm like, okay, I'm here. What am I going to do? Am I going to sit there and play victim and go on welfare and ask for the government? Or I'm going to do something with my life? I did the opposite. I went and worked three jobs, went to school, went out and had fun all the time. I had so much fun working my ass off, taking three buses to get home. It was two hour drive ride home. I would take three buses, get home 2.30 in the morning sometimes, wake up at 6.30, go to high school every fucking day. And I didn't look back. I just looked forward, forward. I was just progressing, trying to grow mentally, physically, emotionally. And this is why I wanted to bring this to the young generation today because they're struggling. You're struggling. You have so much fear. You have so much anxiety. You have so much competition out there. There's no need. So what I'm going to do right now, I'm going to share 10 steps with you in hopes that you learn these steps and you implement them in your own life because there's no reason not for you to be happy. It's your birthright to be happy all the time, even if you have negative thoughts, even if you're working three jobs, even if you don't seem like the end's going to come, you keep going. Be happy. Be, have fun doing it. Because guess what? This is life. Mm -hmm. Life is up and down, and it's up to you to make it up as much as you can. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to be down a lot, but it's up to you to open up and bring yourself up. It's up to you. Only to, you. And it's up to you to, to figure out how you're going to take that. You know what I mean? Like 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 Nina said, her pa her past, she could have came to Canada and feel like a victim. Oh my God, my country did this to me, or your country did this to me, or these people did this to me. And you know, live a, a victim mentality of, you know, you can't, you, you can't be, you know, living a good life. You can't be in a beautiful home. You can't live in this neighborhood. You're from here. You got to be. I could have. Yeah. I was, I was, I was bullied many, 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 many times. But many, many people, that's their life. They sit there and say, this is what, I, you know, I got, I got to work in a factory or anything. Not that there's anything wrong with working in a factory, but I'm just saying, like, they're coming to Canada and they say, oh, I have to have five jobs. I have to do this or I have to go on welfare I, I, because I, I don't, I, I don't belong in these neighborhoods. I don't belong in these kind of jobs. I don't belong in, 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 in a society of, of, you know, the elite or whatever the hell it is. You know what I mean? So you can take what, you, what you've been through and make your life better or take what you've been through and call yourself a victim and say that, you know, this is all I deserve. So the, the, these points here are for everybody, not just for 20-some-year-olds, 20, 20 but I'm, I'm pointing to, down to 20-year-olds because you guys are struggling the most. The Gen Zs are struggling the most at this, at this era. And it breaks my heart to see that because I know there's a solution. I didn't have anyone telling me how to do it. 
I'm here to tell you, to help you, to share with you how to do this because I had to educate myself in everything I know and everything I did, I had to learn it, I had to figure it out. There was no internet, there's no cell phones. It was all through books, through TV, through cassettes and learning and I had, that's what I did to myself. So I'm sharing this with you because in today's age, it's all in your hand. It's in that little freaking triangle thing that's near us called phone. Everything you need is in there. I'm in there. Watch me. See how we, how things are done and learn. So Watch me. Watch me. Without right. further ado, I'm going to start go. with the number one. Number one is take care of your mind and your body. And what I mean about that is, is read great books. Buy books. Listen to books. Whatever it is. And if you don't like a book, fucking throw it out. Take another one. Get the things that you like, the things that gives you joy, the things that will make you have fun while you're reading that book. Learn about the mind. Learn about your body, what it does, what it needs. Because you're 20 and I know you're flourishing and you're beautiful and you're young and you have energy, but that's not going to last. If you don't feed that mind, that body, in your 30s and 40s, you're going to start declining. Why decline when you can work on it early on and keep that going and keep pushing? So use your mind, work it. Use as much of it as possible by reading, by learning, by asking questions. Why is this that way? Why isn't that, you know, all these, all these things are, be curious. And in your body, give it the best food you can. Don't go to McDonald's. Don't go to junk food. If you can help it, go fucking to the grocery store and buy yourself a bunch of greens and fruit and vegetables. Pack your food with eggs and steaks and proteins. And every day... Make yourself a small meal at home and watch yourself flourish because what you're doing now, you're building the base of your mind and your body that will take you to your 30s and 40s and 50s and 60s because you do want to live for a long time, you know? So these are the things that are number one on my list, yep. your mind and your body. And when, one thing about mind is your self-talk. What I went through earlier with the stupid Zoom on the TV, all that kind of stuff, my self-talk was you know, just trashing myself, just, you know, I, I, it made me matter and matter and matter. You know, those, those things like when you, you, you drop something or you do something wrong, you're like, oh, I'm such an idiot. I'm such a fucking moron. What the fuck is wrong with me? All these things. Those are self-talk. You know what I mean? And, you, those words. And, and a lot of times I understand that's the first thing that comes out of your mouth. Sometimes you can't control the first thing that comes out of your mouth, but you can control the second thing, the third thing, everything else that comes out of your mouth. That's when you can, you start to control that stuff. So, you know, Mind and body, body. Well, you know, you, you you know yourself. If you're not happy with the way you look or the way the, the way other people see you, then you work on your body, and guess what? You're going to be a little bit happier. And you it's know, shadow. exactly. And so, and people sit there and say, "Oh, I can't do it. Oh, it doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for me." But really, look into it. Really look into what you're doing. Are you really putting in that hundred percent, or even fifty percent, or even twenty percent? How much are you putting in? Because you're only cheating on yourself when you sit there and, and say, okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna start following that diet or I'm gonna start eating better. And you don't? Do you think nobody knows? Well, you know. You absolutely do. So a second the second point is create, don't compete. What I mean by that is you see others having everything they 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 have they that you want. If you look at it, you're like, oh, don't look at them with envy. Don't look at them and say, oh, they have this. And and it's, it's hard not to do with, with Instagram and all and social media and altogether. But. With the filters, with all the fake life that's out there, create your life. Create who you want to be. If, Like we said earlier, if you want to have a great body, 
Go work out, eat healthy, you'll get it like this. It takes time, takes patience, but you'll get it, okay? You wanna have a great job, learn, get the skills that you want, go get that job. Don't sit there and compete with someone and envy them because they are doing what you wanna do. You know, go and have, you wanna have friends? Make the friends that you want because you, you whether, whether you like it or not, you attract who you are. Be a great human being to yourself and you're gonna attract great human beings all around you, from people to places to circumstances. It's all gonna be great once you create. When you have the mindset of creation instead of you know competition, your world gets brighter, gets wider and bigger. You have so many opportunities, so many options. Don't limit yourself to the closed mindset because that's bullshit. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. I say it all the time. You are the creator of your life you can do anything you want. Do not settle for that competition that's out there. You don't need that. You're better than that. Yeah? There you anything go. Anything to say on that? No, I actually, you said it perfectly. I'm, I I sit there and I look at some, th- some things when, you know, we do real estate and I see people doing well and I'm like, oh, that should have been my listing. Or why didn't I get that listing? Why didn't I do it? Well, I didn't put in the same effort they did to get that listing. I didn't go out and talk to that person. So you, you got to do a little bit of, action. Like you said, if you want to have, you know, more friends, you see somebody you think, oh, that'd be a great friend. Don't just sit there and wait for them to come up to you. Go up and talk to them. Like she did to me. She came up to me in a nightclub. She wouldn't have, if she wouldn't have done that, we wouldn't have this relationship right now. Maybe she would have had it with somebody else. I have no idea. Maybe I would have had it with somebody else. I have no idea without it, but I know that what I have now and I, and what we have now, I wouldn't not want to have it. You know, if, if she didn't walk up to me and she would have that great life, maybe I'd be walking by one day and say, I wish I had that. I could have. She could have. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. So put a little bit of effort. A little bit of effort, baby. Number three, set yourself up for success. The future is yours. Progress is the key. What I mean by that, I don't care where you come from, what background you came from, you have the ability to choose your own future, your own life. Meaning, if you work on your body and on your mind, and if you have a great job, if you're having fun, guess what? That's going to leak into your 30s and your 40s and your 50s. People ask us all the time, how do you guys stay so happy all the time? Why are you have six-pack all year round? Why you look so much younger? It's because we've been working on ourselves since our 20s, okay? Like I said, I had three jobs. I went to school. I made sure I was around great friends all the time. I made sure I had a smile on my face. If there's something I didn't like, I let it go. I've let go of tons of friends and places and things I didn't agree with, I didn't like. I don't have to be around that. Set yourself up for success. Do not think of where you come from. It's going to dictate where you're going. Fuck that. Your past is the past. Leave it where it is. Now concentrate on where you want to go and be happy now because if you're happy now, guess what? Your future is bright. Mm. Trust me on that. And progress is the key. If you're just going to stay still, you're just going to be in the same job that you don't like, same friends that you hate, same body that you're not, you know, you're ashamed of, you're going to stay there and they're going to stay stale. You got to break through that barrier and go progress. Get what you want. Make sense? And one of the things, like you said, is, well, I mean, the, the answer to staying out of that, that mindset, I don't know what the hell I'm saying. <laughs> you were saying it and it was in my head. No, basically what I was going to say. Don't say it, in the past. Just forgive, forgive faster. So if you're in a, like when a lot of people say, oh, how do you guys stay so happy? That kind of stuff. That's where I was going. Basically, that's what it is. We, we do go through shit. We go through all kinds of shit, but we forgive ourselves faster. Like it took me 90 minutes 
about 90 minutes to get out of that, maybe an hour, uh, a little bit over an hour to get out of that, which is way too long. I should have taken the 90 seconds and then come out of it. So basically you get into an argument with, with your spouse or your friends or wh whoever it is, your boss, step out, breathe a little bit, accept what, what just happened and, and your mindset and then forgive. That's it. Because if you're going to continue holding a grudge, then your day's going to be shit. Your week's going to be shit. Your month's going to be shit. Just forgive a little faster. That, that was my, uh, my little point to what you were saying when, that's why I lost my train of thought because it, it went past. That's okay, baby. We got you back on track. <laughs> <laughs> and number four is I want you to think of where you want to be in five, 10, or even fucking 20 years because guess what? Your 20s are going to go by like blink of an eye. Just like that. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to wake up, you're like, oh, shit, I'm in my 30s. Holy hell, I'm in my 40s. Where did my life go? So think, feel, and actually maybe even envision and write down where do you want to be in five years, in 10 years, in 20 years with your career, with your love life, if you want to have children or not. Do you want to travel the world? Do you want to, you know, cause an impact in the world? Do you want to take, you know, whatever it is. Think about it now, because now you're young. You have tons of energy to do all this stuff. Do it now. It will benefit you so much. Take it from me, I promise. You look back in your 30s and your 40s like, Nina, thank you so much for your words of wisdom because that's what helped me go forward. Because I know that what has done to me. There are so many mentors that I looked up to that I educated myself from, and that's, that's where we are today. You know? Yeah. Well, so write it down. And envision where you want to be. Envision where you want to be is, is very important. I mean, if you think about it in this way, I don't know if it's ever happened to you. It's happened to me many times where, you know, you're, you're going down the stairs and you're holding something and you say in your head, watch me drop this. And then sure enough, you slip, fall, and you drop it. It's because that's what you envisioned. You went there and you said, I'm going to go there. Um, there was a story. You're basically manifesting it. Yeah. There's a story that one of our uh, mentors was saying at a, at a seminar one time. And he was like, you know, there's this path of road in his, uh, in the countryside where he, where he lived, where there was so many accidents. And for some reason, everybody would hit the fucking post. He said there was about 20, 30 feet between each post and everything else was clear. But every time there was an accident, somebody hit the post. The reason why is because while they're getting in that accident, they're looking at that post. And sure enough, that's where you end up hitting. So if you envision where your, where your path wants to be, you want to be you know, uh, a singer or, or a writer or, uh, you know, the manager at the store you're working at. Envision yourself doing that. Envision it. And then your, 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 your mind, body, and soul will take you there. No, absolutely. That's, that's, that's the perfect way of manifesting your life. Manifest what you want, not what you don't want. Uh. Because a lot of us human beings are negatively, we're, we're, uh, um, programming with negative negativity, and that's because that's our. our and I know a lot of, of people sit there and say, "Oh, you know, I envision, envision, blah blah blah, blah the, the universe." But try it, try it for a month. Just try it for a month. Think of think of small things, things that can happen right away. You know, uh, envision when you get into the, to the mall on Christmas time that you're going to come in. There's going to be a parking spot right near the doors. You don't have to walk in the cold too long. Just envision. I'm going to get a perfect parking spot. I'm going to get a perfect parking spot. Envision. Don't don't sit there. I'm going to go there and. I'm not going to find a spot here or here. I'm going to find one here. Get the words not out of your mind. I'm going to find a spot here. This is where I'm going to be parking. It's, I'm going to pull in and somebody's going to pull out as soon as I get there. And you watch that stuff. So you're going to start to happen. Got it? Get Fish. it? Good. All right. Next point is know that you and only you can create your dream life. 
no one, not your background, not your parents, not your man or woman or your future you know, partner, no one but you. What I mean about that is, I mean, I, we, we talked about it a little bit earlier, you are creating it by thinking and envisioning it and wanting it. So whatever that life that you're dreaming of, you have the, the, the ability and the power to create it. It's in your control. It's in your control. It's nobody else's control. And it's not impossible. Be resourceful. Whatever you want, get the skills that you want. Get the fucking job that you want. Get the, the buy that you want. You can create your dream life right now in your 20s. There's hundreds of millions of, of, of you know, 20-year-olds that are creating their life by just envisioning it and wanting it and going after it. It takes the patience and action, obviously, but it's yours. It's all up to you to have the life that you want. Nobody else. And, and, and a small example of that was, you know, I, I was introduced, we were introduced to this kind of stuff when we got into real estate and sales and stuff like that. And a lot of people were talking about it. And I remember listening to The Secret. You know, I was listening to it in parts. because you know, Love The Secret. Yeah. I was listening to I was listening to the book, the audio book, and at one part she was saying, you know, envision the car that you want, envision yourself driving that car, envision yourself, you know, tell yourself that that car is going to be yours, a car is going to be yours, and I did that. I sat there, I was driving, I was in a Nissan Altima at the time, and I'm driving, I'm driving, and I'm like, I'm in a BMW, it's really I'm cool in story. a BMW, and then, you know, I said, I said, I'm going to go out and test drive a few of them, and I looked at used ones because. In my head, I thought, you know, I don't, I'm not the kind of guy that get buys new cars. I, you know, I, I, <laughs> people like me don't buy new cars. I got to buy used cars. So, anyways, went and test drove a car, looked it up in the auto trader, drove this thing, and I loved it. It was a really nice car. I was driving it, driving it, and I gave it back to the guy, and I went home and envisioned myself. You know, I'm going to be driving that car. That car is going to be in my driveway, and that's what I kept on telling myself. That car is going to be in my driveway. That car is going to be in my driveway. That car is going to be in my. I just kept on saying it, saying it. That car is going to be in my driveway. Anyways, listen to farther, deeper into the book, and it, she's telling you more tips, more tips, more tips. And I got that mindset out that I'm not going to own a car, uh, a brand new car. I'm like, why can't I have a brand new car? I said, I'm going to own a brand new car. I'm going to own a brand new car. So I changed, I changed my verbiage to saying I'm going to have a brand new car. And what do we do? We end up going to a BMW dealership, got a spectacular deal on a, on a, on a BMW, happened to be a, a client of Nina's, was a manager at the place, blah, 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 blah. Boom. Great deal. on a great brand deal. new fucking Brand's BMW. <laughs> Years later, I buy this house, meet some kids, uh, mutual friends of our kids at school's parents. We become friends. And one day, he, he, they, Nina invited him over to, for dinner. So I was working. I got, came home a little bit late. I pull into my driveway, and I look at his car. And I'm like, huh. I came inside. I'm like, uh, can I ask you a question? He's like, what? Were you selling that car a couple of years ago? And he goes, yeah, I was, uh, was going to sell it, and I decided to keep it because I really loved it. And I thought to myself, I think I drove your car. I think I came to your thing, and I told you I was in real estate, and you were, he goes, yeah, 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 I think I remember I'm like, holy shit. I, mean, I had goosebumps. I'm, I have goosebumps now. Everything went it. back to his memory. He remembered everything. That car is going to be in my, that's the exact car that I test drove. And I envisioned that it was going to be in my driver one day. It's going to be in my driver one day. Not only did I get the brand new car, but that fucking car was in my driveway. It wasn't mine. doesn't matter. I didn't say it was, it was mine. Seen our I driveway. it was going to be in my driveway. So it's crazy. It's, it's one of those things. It's, it's, yeah, you the can't guy, explain The guy even say, I'm, I'm going to own it and it's going to be in my driveway <laughs> because you were not being specific. And that's, that's, that's the power of manifesting. If you want something, you got to be really clear of what it is that you want. Like the detail by detail. It's insane. Like he didn't want to own it. 
He wanted. He said, "I wanted my driveway." Was in the fucking driveway. It's crazy. So you have number right, six. On to the next point. And yes. this, this is this is actually funny because it goes with that story. Have high standards for yourself. So I thought I I don't deserve new cars. I'm not the kind of guy that drives a new car. I'm gonna envision myself in in a used car, and then I changed my mindset. And I said, you know what? What, what is it? What is, uh, have, have higher standards. standards. I had higher standards, and I said, I'm gonna have a brand new car. And now I'm on like what my fourth brand new BMW. Yeah. In so, a while, yeah. But what, what that means is, yes, have high standards. You deserve the best. Why not you? Why why do you see others and envy others? Fuck that. You should have that. You should have high standards. It's your birthright to be happy. It's your birthright to get whatever that is you want out of this life. And you know what? Once you have those standards, you will be attracting that because likes attracts like, right? So if you have high standards for your friends, you're going to have great friends. If you have a high standards for your body, you're going to have great body. And everything falls into that. So if you don't... I, 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 high standards for her body. There you, <laughs> there you go. You don't say, oh, I come from this. I don't deserve this. I will never have this. Change the channel. Have higher standards and watch your life explodes in a, in, a, in a great way. You know what I mean? So that's, that's, that's a really, really good point. Uh, and, and next point is model those that you want to be like. Model those that are doing what you want to do. See where they're coming from because as my great teacher says, success leaves clues. Mm -hmm. Watch and learn what are those people doing that you love that you should be doing also. Watch their behavior, yeah. watch the way they speak, watch the way they take action on, on, on doing things, watch how they work out in their body, watch how healthy they eat, watch and model those that are, watch me, I'm on Instagram telling you guys all the fucking time what to eat, how to work out your body, it's all there, it's all for free, you go download my ebook, it's all there, mm. you know, it's free, it's all for you. And if you, if you mix up the two higher standards and this one, model those around you, so think about it this way. Um, whether you're a hairdresser, makeup artist, or uh, you know you work in retail or whatever it is, look around you. There's always going to be somebody doing pretty much the same thing you are, but are way more successful than you. And why is that? Because they're doing something different. Whether it's envisioning their life better, or 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 um, you know implementing, consistent. they're consistent doing consi what they're yeah, doing. yeah, whatever it is. Like I remember when you were a hairdresser, there was six chairs there that they were renting, okay? There was an owner of the place and then six other people renting a chair like you. Me and you were married, we owned a house and we had a newer, well, newer car. Wasn't, it wasn't brand new, but we had a nice car and you, know, you dressed well, you did all that stuff. And then there was another hairdresser doing the same exact thing you're doing, but can barely afford their rent, constantly in, in really bad relationships mm -hmm. and never had money for anything. Why is that? You're in the same place, doing the same thing, but yet one person is more successful than the other. Why? Because like Nina says, success leaves clues. You take those clues, you implement them, you do the same thing. You apply them to your life. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a really, really, really important part. Success leaves clues. You need to figure out what are those other people doing that you're not doing and watch your life change. Because once you do that and you're consistently doing that, 
you know, like I start working out heavily. I got abs, I got muscles, and I kept it. She got eyeless. I, <laughs> I did <laughs> because I was I'm consistent. I do it all the time. If I go three, four, five days without working out, I feel like shit. I want to get back into it right away because I know mentally I feel better and physically I'm going to look good. And I always want to look good for me and for my men. Next one is read books. <laughs> Take self-development courses, seminars, do whatever it takes. Listen to podcasts. Listen to our podcast. <laughs> um, do whatever it takes to get your mind going because mind is the most important part of your life. If your mind is not right, your life is not right. So in order to keep your mind on the right track, in order to keep changing it like this within 90 seconds, you need to constantly be reading and implementing things by going to seminars, by taking self-development course, mm. by researching things. Don't just sit on the couch and be couch potato. We don't want that. You're not you know, that. You want to be fat and unhealthy? Don't take care of your body. You want to be. Uh, you want to have a great body and 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 feel healthy and have more energy. You take care of your body. You want to have a great life and a great mindset. Take care of your mind. That's right. And the next one is my husband's favorite. He always says it: "Have fun in everything that you do." We everything. fucking pinky promise when we got engaged that we were always going to have fun together, no matter what. Okay, even when we're having an episode of stress and you know breakdown. Look at look at the, the, I was having a breakdown. Nina was trying to implement fun. She came up to me with a smile on her face, flashed me her boobs. I did. I flashed my boobs a million times. And and, and and it was just one of those things. She was trying to implement fun in the moment, even though I wasn't accepting it at, at first because I was in a in a bad state of mind, or I was fighting it. I was essentially fighting it, and I was like. You know, she just flashed me a booze. And I did it on purpose. I, I, I kind of ignored it, blah, blah, blah. But you didn't really react to it, which was great. Because I, I was, I think I was looking for a reaction. Yeah. I don't know what my mindset was, to be honest. I have no idea. I sat there in the car thinking, what was I expecting to get? What did I want to get out of it? And I couldn't figure it out. I just knew that I had to show that I was mad. I had to show that I was angry. So, you know, she was implementing fun. She was implementing, you know, Calmness. Calmness or whatever. Yeah, change for him. change. Get, get out of that mindset. Get into this mindset. You know what I mean? You know, whether it's something that makes you laugh, something that, you know, a hug. Like my daughter came down and gave me a hug and she gave me an extra long one. I, I, she heard me. She heard me going through my mindset. So she gave me an extra long one. I sat there and I'm, you know, I'm getting all lumpy in my throat now. But <laughs> How did that make you feel? Amazing, no, it, right? it just broke it. It, it. it stopped it. It was completely gone. Good. I had a nice big hug and all that stuff. Anyways, so it's, it's one of those things. It's just like change, the, like we keep saying, change the fucking channel. Just implement some fun. You know, if you're at work and you're, 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 you say you got a boring job every single day, well, you're going to have a boring job every day. If you go into work and say, okay, let's, let's do something fun. Let's make it fun. You know what I mean? Like think about us. When we want to... We want to get up, wake up with with uh, enthusiasm and all that stuff Energy. and have a great day. Well, if we get up slowly and grumpy and, you know, my hit my alarm clock 40 times, then that's not going to help that happen because you're going to get up frustrated. You know, you said it to my daughter the other day. You said, you know, you got to, you, your, your, your alarm clock is going off for like 20 minutes. You can't wake up after that 20 minutes of bang, 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 and and not be frustrated. No, because your so, cortisol levels are way yeah. up the, and are sky high. It's so let's fun. implement a little bit of fun in everything you do. Try and find something that could be fun. Anything. Whether you dress a little bit and weird lastly, or change the fucking channel. That's what I wrote in big, big cap, lot, caps, okay? I said, change the channel, meaning you're a human being. You're going to have negative thoughts. You're going to have bad energy coming to you. 
try to change it, you know, welcome it, say, okay, why is this happening? What am I learning from this moment? And I breathe in, breathe it out, change it. I've been doing this practice with my children since they were babies. Well, guess what? I fucking have amazing children. They're awesome. They're calm. They're beautiful inside and out because I've taught them to change the channel. I do it. He does it. Sometimes it takes longer than other, but with practice, you'll become a pro. Every time you get something that is not going your way, change the channel. Your boss is treating you like shit, breathe in and out, change the channel. It's not you, it's them. Mm-hmm. You know, the government is fucking up. You know what? It's not you, it's them. Change the channel. You can't control it. The war is happening in another country. You can't control it. You're feeling angry. You're feeling frustrated. You're feeling fearful. Breathe in and out. You have nothing to do with it. Let it go. And that shit is possible. Because like, like Nina said, when she was in the refugee tent, she lived there for three years. Think about it. 14, 15, 16. As a woman, what are you going through then? You're going through puberty. You have periods. I got my you, period you, there. You, 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 you want to fall in love. You want to have, you know, that kind of stuff. You're in a refugee tent. You're living there. There's You're no roof. To there's no enough. every day. You, you, you have to try and fight for your food, all that stuff. Were they in a bad mindset? Was she crying every single day? No, she wasn't. She had a smile on their face. I saw pictures of them. They're sitting there like this, and and it we was pretty dancing. It was pretty funny because all of her sisters were sitting there with a big hug, and I'm looking at them. I'm like, oh yeah, you guys look like you're struggling because your T-shirt said Hugo Boss, uh, Calvin Klein, Armani, all that stuff. But all it was that was, was given cheap. to us by UN yeah. employees that worked there. It was cheap shirts that had those things on it, and they they, they were thrown down. But it was pretty funny. Like you 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 took your life and you said, okay, I'm just gonna. Enjoy it the way it is. It's not going to be like this forever. It, it's going to change. So, you know, I change your cha- change your channel can happen in, in many different ways. One of the, one of the other things which we preach a lot on this podcast is how you treat your spouse. You know, you can wake up in the morning pissed off at them, and then you guys both go to work. You're pissed off at each other. Okay, you have a great day with other people and do do whatever. And then you come home. And the first thing that happens is bitching and complaining, whether whoever's home first, you know, oh, come on, take out the garbage. You didn't take out the garbage, blah, 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 blah. As opposed to just give them a big hug, give them a kiss, welcome back. How was your day? Blah, blah, blah. And after you ask, how was your day? Then listen to them, let them vent. And then you can do the same thing. You vent and you're going to find that the, the, the love and admiration you have for each other is not going to dwindle because you're not going to come in hating each other. You're not going to wake up hating each other. You're not going to uh, um, dread the moment you walk in the door. Imagine having that. Mm-hmm. Imagine not wanting to come home after a long day of crazy ass work and you come home and 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 this is worse than the than the work. Eey. This is what my passion is. This is where I thrive on you guys. I have lived my life and most if you live your life 51% in positivity, positivity, you're set. I have lived my life in 80% positivity. I, I all all even I look back till I was a kid. With all the trauma, with everything that I grew up in, all I'm saying is to all my 20-year-olds, my 20-some-year-olds, I love you. I know you can do it. You, life is abundant. It's not It's not small. It's big. Open your heart. Open your arm. It's and never get too what's late. yours. Get what's yours. You're worth it. You deserve it. It's your birthright. Enjoy every minute of your life. Fucking work, party, travel, read, work out, eat well, live the best life. Because you know what? It's all up to you. It's in your hands. Yep. You can do it. And it's never too late. She's talking 23-year-olds just because, you know, you're just kind of starting that. And if you if you implement it at the beginning, then your end's going to be that much better. But if you're in your 40s, if you're in your 50s, 60s, and you feel, 70s, you feel, you feel that, you know, things are not the way you want them to be, change the channel. 
Change, Change the channel, channel figure out a way to get it, get it right. You know, whether it's with your spouse, whether it's with your kids or whether it's with your friends, just find a way to make things fun, make things enjoyable, make them, you know, easy on you, brighter, yeah. essentially. On that note, I'm going to end it with, we wish you what we have. Yeah, baby. Love you guys. If you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star rating on whichever platform you're tuning in from. It means the world to us to have your support on our show in this little mini way. <laughs> you can also stalk us on Instagram at Head Over Heels Show for more juicy stuff. If you have any questions, send them via email at us at hohshow.com or DM us on socials. Thank you for having us between your ears. And as always, we, we wish, wish you what, you what we, have. we have.